0: Hello, everybody. This is Karina, and this is the very first episode of Color Studios. I am so excited for this, and really, just to talk color, because it's what I could talk about (laughs) all day, every day. So, just to give a little background of myself for those of you who don't know me, and of course this is your first time listening, but just in case for those people who really don't know me and what I do, so my name is Karina Austin. My handle on Twitter and Instagram is Coco Arena. Some people call me Coco. Listen, you can call me Coco. I may not answer (laughs) though. Sometimes I really don't answer to that, but come whatever you want to. And I am a color consultant. So what that means is essentially I help brands and people be more intentional with their color selections and their color choices. It's a very um unthought of type of situation. Like when I started to do it, I was like, hold on, does it even exist? And then it does. But um, yeah, that's the point. I really just help people be more intentional because color is one of those things that people really tend to overlook and just throw together. But the way people perceive color differs so much and it's such an important key that a lot of people don't, don't hone in on essentially. So, my job is to essentially teach everybody how to hone in on that what colors work for your market, what colors work for what you're trying to do all together, and what colors are going to be forecasted in the future to help you get there essentially. So, a great example of that would be if you still think modern equals black and white, you're a little bit dated. <laughs> like that's not what modern equals like equals anymore. So if you're a brand and you really want something to be modern, black and white just isn't gonna get you there anymore. So that's usually what, that's what I specialize in. Um, color has been one of those things that I've studied for like ever and I didn't realize I was studying it until I put a name on it and I was like oh so I so I also own a fabric store called fibers so I am a seamstress a designer I do all of that most of the time my color studies and how I really explore color is through textiles so that's one aspect of it so that was the first job of the first career that I had essentially And with everything I did after that and everything I designed or everything I helped with, I always saw that I started off with color first. Like I always held color in a very high regard and I always studied it with everything I did. So eventually I was like, how do I help other people do that, right? Like how do I help other people understand how color is and how color works? So that is why I am here talking do this podcast, talking to you guys, all that type of jazz. So that's basically what I do, who I am. If you guys have any questions, feel free to DM me, mention me, all that type of jazz, and I'll make sure I'll cover it. My whole goal is to make these episodes short and sweet because color can get very lengthy. A lot of medical terms, <laughs> not medical terms, a lot of scientific terms. Like It's, it's a lot going on because color is essentially science at the end of the day it's really chemistry it's really science all that type of jazz especially if you're dying colors and like you're making pigments and all that type of jazz it's really all science but we're going to keep these episodes in layman's terms so everybody can understand you can walk away grasping something so for this very very first episode we are going to cover the hot topic that i don't think anybody really understands or knows but Believe it or not, color is an illusion. Color is not really there, which is why it can't be, can be perceived so differently amongst a whole bunch of people because color is literally an illusion. <laughs> like it's one of those things where the saying goes, um, if a tree drops in the middle of a forest, does anybody really hear it? It's one of those situations because if we think about it, no other animal sees color but us. Everybody else sees black and white. Every other animal sees black and white. Humans are the only ones that see color. And then on the opposite side of this, you have color problems. So you have humans that don't see color the same way as other people. So you have people that are colorblind, right? That think red and green and blue and get all of these colors mixed up. And it's because... <laughs> Until these wavelengths of color hit our eyes, they are nothing. And it's a really hard concept to grasp. Once you think about it, it's like, what do you mean color isn't real? I'm looking at color. It's not real. So let's first break down when we get into this whole theory, right? Let me get into this whole theory. I said colors are wavelengths because they are. Colors are wavelengths. You get color via light right? They're the wavelengths or light waves. Like That's why you have the spectrum and you have all this extra stuff. But essentially, wavelengths of light, such as color, do not hit us and aren't there until our eyes and our brain process it. So here's how it happens which is why I said that's why animals don't see it and why some humans are colorblind because you have this whole process that you that your brain goes through and your eyes go through to evaluate color essentially, which is why it can be perceived and manipulated differently through different people. So let's break this down for example. So the very first thing is there's light. So after there's light, this light goes through, goes to your pupils. After it goes to your pupils, it goes to these lenses. After it goes to the lenses, it goes to your retinas. So then once the retinas get it, it goes to these photoreceptors, which in your photoreceptors, you have three main ones. And to keep it short, the three main ones are red, green, and blue. So if we refer back to the fact that colors are wavelengths, we have short wavelengths, long wavelengths, and medium wavelengths. This is also how when you enter into color psychology and how some colors have more energy and some colors have less energy. So one cone only does short wavelengths. So those wavelengths are going to be your blues and your violets. The other one does medium. So that's when you get your greens and your yellows. And the last one does the long wavelengths. And that's when you get your red, your oranges, and your yellows. So these three photoreceptors are working every time you see color. And that's how you're able to identify it. So another term or another way to think about this is that's why when you look at color, you're able to see, okay, so this color is a little bit of a red-orange because those three photoreceptors are all working at the same time, which is why you're able to identify multiple colors in one color, essentially. So these photoreceptors get them, right? They sense these wavelengths and they're like, okay, I think I know what color this is. It's in the third. And then it travels to the brain, goes up all of these nerves, it's all the way to the back. And that's where all of this information hits something called the primary visual context in the back of your brain. And then that's where your brain starts to analyze, okay, this isn't just a red mask. This is a red couch. These are orange shoes. This is a yellow Ball, and that's how we analyze color so if we go back to the photoreceptors and we go back to the three cones that essentially take color and analyze it for you before it gets to the brain this is this main factor right here is why color is more of a sensation so we go back to the very beginning of this episode when I said color is like music, right? It's all a sensation. Color is all about emotions and the way people feel. And that's why it's also so easy for people to have a special connection with color. And when we start to reframe color like that and we start to analyze what color actually means and that people have this emotional connection to color is when we can use it better is when you can apply color better in everything that you do. It's the same way as music. It's the same exact way as music. If you're entering a store, there's certain music you wouldn't play if it doesn't fit your customer, right? So if I have, I don't know, we're gonna say an old people store, I'm sorry, a mature people store. If I have a store that's for mature people, I'm not gonna play like uh, rock music, right? It's gonna hurt their ears. There are certain things that sensationally work for them that doesn't work for other people. That's the whole thing about colors that you have to truly understand that one color is not only an illusion but it's a sensation and there's two things that people can incorporate differently. So, that is today's episode of Color Studios. I'm so excited about this um We I usually do like color stories of movies and all of that and just kinda explain the history of color on like Instagram or Twitter. So we'll probably end up doing that. But that is it for this episode. We have explained why color is truly just an illusion. I will see you guys next time. Have a great day. And always remember that color is purpose. So for today's episode, I do want to kind of cite some sources just so you guys can look up this information and do a little bit more research. So the person who came up with this theory, his name is Thomas Young. And then also a lot of this information was found in multiple online articles. It was also found in The Secret Language of Color. There's also a book called The Psychology of Color and Human Emotions. Um, Most color books that you find or you begin to start to read are really going to start off with the science behind color and how color was found and like Newton and stuff. And some of them do touch on this subject as well. Okay, I'm done for real now. (laughs) Have a great day.